Hey guys, welcome to Dance Fever. This is episode 278, and we are America's... Well, I don't know. We're a dance competition show fan podcast. I guess we're liked by somebody out there. Don't really know for sure, but we're doing it anyways. These are for the episodes of shows for November 17th through the 19th. Dancing with the Stars, Season 27, Episode 11, which is the finals. Dancing with the Stars Jr., Season 1, Episode 6, which is uh, what the juniors were thankful for. And Strictly Come Dancing, Series 16, Episodes 17 and 18, which is the Blackpool Week. So we will start off with Strictly Come Dancing. Yes, we will. We have Claudia and Tess, as our hostess says. We have Craig, Darcy, Shirley, and Bruno as our judges. And Gloria Estefan was there for the opening number, and I liked it. Everybody was there. The World of Dance couple, um, Karen... E. Ricardo. E. Ricardo. I always say why, because that's the way it reads on paper. But E. Ricardo were there, and they were wow, as usual. I really liked that opening number, but I'm a Gloria Estefan fan. We started out with Stacy and Kevin doing a salsa. Which is apropos, because that's like what the whole beginning was, basically. Yes. To Ooh Ah Just a Little Bit by Gina G. And they got a 7, an 8, a 9, and a 9. I thought the 8 was was probably about where it was. Um, Lauren and AJ did an Argentine tango. To Bishop Briggs's River. And we differed with the judges on this one. We thought she did a good job, but they go over a 5, 6, 7, and 7, saying there wasn't enough intensity, mood, yeah, partner, they, connection. They, I don't know. They genuinely thought it was just a mediocre dance yeah, uh, I thought across it was the board. So. Graham and O.T. did a jazz as their couple's choice. To the trolley song from Meet Me in St. Louis. And it was kind of a Broadway to me rather than a jazz. Yeah. They got a seven, an eight, an eight, and a nine. Or it wouldn't be Broadway. It'd be West End. Okay. Right for them. Yes. Isn't that their equivalent to Broadway, yes. West End? Faye and Giovanni did a Pasa Doble. To E.S. Posthumous's. So does that mean he's dead? Yes. Okay. Uh, unstoppable. And they got a 9, a 9, a 10, and a 10. And it was good. It was deserving of high marks. I agree. Kate and Aliage did an American Smooth. To Love Affairs Everlasting Love. They got a 7, a 7, an 8, and an 8. And I thought it was pretty good. I, I agree with the 8s. I don't think I agree with the 7s, but, you know. Charles and Karen did a Samba. To Connie Francis's La Bomba. And they got a 9, a 9, a 10, and a 10. 9s, yes. 10s, no. I didn't think it was perfect. No, no. Not at all. Joe and Diane did a quick step. To Dancing Fool from Copacabana. And they got an 8 and three 10s. I think I would have given it 9s straight across the board. I don't think it was perfect, I but I thought it was, it was better 10. than an 8. That's what I'm saying. I would have given yeah. it 9s. Yeah. And then Ashley and Pasha got our evening ended with a jive. From... Uh, Two, they dance to Shake a Tail Feather from the Blues Brothers. And we love the song. We Excellent love Pasha. Song. Yes. Ashley's growing on us. Excellent dance and choreography. And they got straight tens, and I thought it was well-deserved. Yeah, it was good stuff. Yep. Then we have our vote-off show, and Take That is our musical guest. Jason Gilkinson did a cool opening dance for everyone. My kind of feel, which means it was Latin and fun and flirty. And then they did a rehash of everyone's dance, brought them all out, 
and told Charles and Karen they were safe right off the board because poor Charles has been in more of the dance-offs than anyone (laughs) still remaining on the show. Ashley and Pasha, yay. Lauren and AJ, and in the dance-off is Graham and Odie once again. Then take that saying out of our hearts and... Out of our heads. Heads, I'm sorry. Still, yeah, still, it's like... Then they had the dance debrief. And uh, told us that next week was the Lindy Hopathon, where they're all out there on the floor together. Safe is Joe and Diane, Stacy and Kevin, Faye and Giovanni, and in the dance-off is Kate and Aliage. And I really thought that Kate and Aliage would pass Graham would and Odie. Beat Graham and Odie, yeah. But, however, everybody yeah. voted for Graham and Odie across the board. I, I don't know. So we said goodbye to Kate and Aliage. I don't know what it is that Graham, for that dance, now, you know, keep in mind, they're supposed to judge based on that, that dance. dance. Yeah. What it is that Graham did Me neither. better than Kate on that dance. I, I just, I, I don't I know don't what it know. was. It was more upbeat. Maybe that's why, because it was more chance to be entertaining. Yeah. I, I don't rather know. than just dancing. I don't know. But I like Kate, and I like Aliage. So... Goodbye, Kate and Aliage. All right. So next week, we have Graham and Odie doing a quick step. Ashley and Pasha will be doing a samba. Faye and Giovanni, a waltz. Joe and Diane, a street dance, which is, yeah, I, I, I don't like that designation I don't either, at because what the they dance. do is it's, not street dance American style. Yeah. Let's just say well, that. Well, it certainly isn't British style either, after having watched that. Well, that's true. Young street dancer thing. Shoo, that yeah, was so. that was difficult. Uh, Charles and Kevin will be doing a tango. Lauren and AJ a salsa. Stacy and Kevin a pasodoble. And then, uh, like Terry Ann said, everyone will be doing a Lindy Hop all at the same time, all on the same dance floor. And I assume that what it will be is that they all start, and then the judges will pick people to drop out. And the longer you last, the higher your score. Until there is one person remaining, and they will be the and I'm, I'm and we're kind of quotes, assuming that winner too. of I'm assuming that's yeah. how we'll go. I don't know, but uh, it, it could be that they just let everybody dance for a certain million, and then time. everybody finishes, and then they just sit and yeah. rank them, which I don't like. Yeah, I like the winner to be the last one on the longest floor. dancing. Yeah, you know because that will kind of add to the fact because they're going to be getting tired because mm-hmm. they're still going, still going, still going, you know, so I I like that technique rather than that I'll start, I'll stop, and then we just rank them one through, what is there left? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, you know, so. But we'll see soon enough how we'll, they do we'll, it. We'll see how they do, yeah. Yeah. Because we're a little late on this podcast. Sorry, everybody. Real life. RL. We're going to move on to Dancing with the Stars Junior where Jordan and Frankie are our hosts. And Val, Mandy, and Adam are our judges. What's Adam's last name? Ripon. Ripon, yes. I did it right. Dedications night is what we're having. And everybody dedicated to their family, either as a whole or a singular member. But it's just family because, really, they're young. What else they, do they have? They haven't done a whole lot yet. Yeah. Ariana and Ardeon and Brandon do a salsa. To Elvis Crespo's, um, yeah, P-I-N-T-A-M-E? Pentame? I don't know. It, it it can't be Pintame, which is how it's spelled. But, but they got three nines because it was a pretty fast and furious salsa. Pintame. Poor little Ardeon, though, needs to learn to pull in his butt. And I think that Ariana actually did better than he did in the dance. Mandela 
Brighton and Cheryl did a foxtrot, and his dad, Stevie Wonder, sang semi-live. Isn't she lovely? He was there lip-syncing, but, you know, he was there on on the floor. And they got three nines, and I think this was his best dance. Yeah. I really do. He really, really looked like he led the dance, and he really looked like he was into the dance, so I liked it. Akash, Camry, and Whitney did a jazz piece. To Yay Hot, J-A-I, Yay Hot, uh, by A.R. Raman and the Pussycat Dolls. It was a semi-traditional country dance, almost. They put a lot of Bollywood into it, let's put it that way. Yeah. And he was... is Indian, so. But they got two eights and a seven. I thought it perhaps was his best dance, his most participated dance, with the most um, content for him because usually he just kind of stands there and Camry dances around him. Miles and Riley and Lindsay did a foxtrot. To Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell's Ain't No Mountain High Enough. And they got two nines and an eight, and I liked it. I thought it was it was very good. Miles is a very good showman, I think. Sky, JT, and Allen did a foxtrot. To Katy Perry's Unconditionally. And it was much better, and they got a nine and two tens, and it was well-deserved, and we love JT. Let me just say that. So what is it? I'm bringing it to you unconditionally. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Mackenzie and Sajan did out our night with Gleb and did a samba. To Sia's Cheap Thrills featuring Sean Paul. And they got three nines because it was pretty good. So we had our vote off on where the audience votes. And Akash and Camry and Whitney were voted off. And I believe that that is fair. Especially if you look at the scores, he was the lowest scoring for the night. And if you think back to the dancing, he is the least dancer. Not to say that he's the least. Because he's, he's a little kid. And he got out there and he did it. But he is the least in technique for me. Any news on them next week? Yes, as a matter of fact. Miles and Riley will be dancing a jive. Sky and JT, a Charleston. Ariana and Ardeon, a Quickstep. Mandla and Brighton, a Pasadoble. And Mackenzie and Sage will be doing a jazz piece. And the theme is an era of their choice. Now, I don't know who they are, but I would say they is their uh, instructor. What are they called? Now, I would say it's probably the Star's Choice. The Star's Choice. Although they don't have very many eras to choose from, but... And they do have to do, though, an unlearned dance. Okay. So it's a dance that they haven't done yet to somebody's mm-hmm. choice of era. Mm-hmm. And even that, what what is an era? Yeah. Every, every 10 years? Mm-hmm. Is it? A, Most of them are only like 10 years old. So how do you even know I the don't different know. eras? Do you know what the 30s was like? Do you, the, well, they, they the, may be well-read children and watched old movies and stuff. They are in the entertainment business. So well, yeah. see, that's why I wonder if they're... What are they called? The the mentors? Yeah, the mentor. Maybe they will be. Maybe they will. You know. We're going to move on to Dancing with the Stars with Tom and Aaron as our host and hostess. And Carrie Ann and Lynn and Bruno as our judges. And the first couple out is the actual couple of Alexis and Alan doing a tango. And they they chose to pick. What it is is the, the stars and their pro choose a dance to dance again because perhaps they want to get higher scores on it show that they've improved or perhaps it was just their favorite dance who knows but they chose their swan lake argentine tango yes as performed by ray chu which means yes. he he sang rewrote it. the well, yeah, he section re it. yeah re not wrote re orchestrated 
compose. Compose. Re- yeah, there's another word that's okay. missing there. But they got three nines. Not bad to start off the show. And I think that was higher than the first time they did. I think they got 25, and now they got 27. Right, yeah. Yeah, I preferred the first one over the second one, but that's just me. Bobby and Sharna chose to do their hammer time. Cha-cha-cha. You can't touch this. Yes. And, of course, that's what they danced to was hammer time. You can't touch this. And they got three eights, which was higher than their first Was that higher? Okay. Mm -hmm. And then Dan and Shay sang. Don't know who Dan and Shay is for the life of me, and no, that was okay. No idea. They're they're a young duet. Yeah, they're, they're a couple young guys. So Ivana and Keo chose to do their tango from Halloween night. I think they were guys. They were, right? weren't they? Okay. Yeah. And the tango from Halloween night was dance uh, to dance to Rihanna's Disturbia, and they got three tens, which was one point higher than what they got the first time because they got a nine and two tens. And then Milo and Whitney came out and did their um, Charleston. Charleston. Sorry. It's, it was based on a New York subway thing. I wish they had done their Halloween one again, but that's okay. And their Charleston was too. Living in New York City by Robin Thicke, who sang live. Live was there in person. And at the end of this commentary, I'll tell you what I think about live singers on the show. Three tens for them. It was excellent. We love Milo. And then they came out and did their freestyle because this is finals. Yes. This is it. This is the finals. And Alexis and Alan's freestyle. They danced to Avril Lavigne's Head Above Water. And they started out on a fake mountain and came down to the floor and danced. And then she climbed back up the mountain victoriously. It was a moody boohoo piece. Yes, they got three tens. Bobby and Sharna came out and did a freestyle. To the greatest show from Panic at the Disco based on the movie. And he had on a tux like he was the, um, not MC. Ringmaster. Ringmaster, thank you. And he got three tens, because you know how it is on freestyle night. Unless you fall down on your butt, the judges are going to give you three tens, because they don't want to be the one to decide who wins. I can remember the word ringmaster, but I can't remember the word arrange. That's what Ray Chu did to (laughs) the music. Yes, he did a new arrangement. Yeah, Yeah, I couldn't remember that. Okay, go ahead. Milo and Whitney did their freestyle. To Bill Withers, or actually, okay, Ain't No Sunshine, the Lido remix of Bill Withers. And it was cool. We we really, really, really liked it. And they got three tens. Yes. Ivana and Keo did their freestyle. To Bjork's It's Oh So Quiet. And it was okay. They got three tens. I didn't think it was all that. Well, Bobby's wasn't all that either. But like I said, the judges give them all tens unless you fall down because it is the freestyle. And they don't want to be the one to choose who wins right. yeah, for they, the evening. Yeah. So we got to the end, and we were waiting to see. They didn't like vote one out like they normally do. Nope. They left all four of them standing there on the on the floor and which said, is, "Which is different from every other year." And it's a beef that most people had. Yeah. And they announced that Bobby and Sharna were the winners of the Mirrorball Trophy, which was a beef that most people had. And the live singers were a beef that most people had, because unfortunately, as I said, I was going to say. The cameraman focused on the live performer rather than the dance. Now, and now I'm here to watch a dance show and, and have and music in the background. That's not the cameraman's fault. Well, no. That is the production producer's fault. Yes. Who is in the is, is actually it has nothing to do with the cameraman. They are told to. It's it's my understanding that every cameraman is told to have a particular shot in the control booth. The producer in the booth, or whatever that top person 
is called chooses which cameras are streamed live at that moment. So they just, in essence, give the cameraman assignments, mm-hmm. and then they, the producer in the booth, switches from assignment to assignment as far as what is shown right. on, a, on, a, on a live broadcast. So the producer in the booth chose, for whatever reason, and they've done this in the past, for a dance show that they will focus on the live singer for too much. One, chances are the live singer isn't even singing live. It's probably canned. Mm-hmm. Two, it's a dance show. So why are you focusing any attention on somebody who is there for music? Which, which we can, can hear. hear. You don't need to look at them. You don't need to see them. They announce. The camera starts on them so you know whatever, who they are, where they're at, what they look like. Okay. Then you follow the dancers because it's a dance show. And then at the very show. end, you can focus back on the singer while everybody says, thank you for being here. And they, Be- they applaud the dancers. Because and the dancers chances are, them. yeah, your dancers are even going to approach the yes. singer to thank them personally. Yes. So you have a chance to see who the entertainer is if that's what you need to do. You don't need to show someone who is singing for singing. a dance show. Now, for me, a good equivalent is... We are right in the midst of football season. Mm -hmm. While there are active plays going on the field, they don't switch to the guys in the booth who are talking to show them. No. Now, they will when there is no action on the field. Yes. Otherwise, those cameras are on the players who are on the field, who is why people are tuning in. They want to watch football. Yes. They don't want to watch dude talk. So why do you tune into a dance show to watch people sing? That, that makes no sense to me. Right. Why they would think that that is what the people watching want, well, I, I don't know. I, apparently, it's what they want. I, I don't know why that's what they want. But, yeah, this. Okay. There, uh, there are a lot of issues for this season that have yes. come out that all came out together. And it's like the production of the show is, is problematic. Now, rant over about live singers. Let's talk for just a second about the Bobby Sharna win. Well, I am, I am not okay. Public seems to be upset that Bobby won. I, the, I, the general consensus. I don't is know why he should not have won. To me, I'm not that upset. Yes, I wanted Milo to win. Yes, I thought he was the best dancer. Slightly edging out Ivana and Alexis, but I thought he was the best dancer, the best showman throughout the whole series, and I wanted him to win. However, if you go with the consensus of the show, it's that that improves the most, as well as becomes the best dancer. Well, you had two things there. Bobby improved the most. Milo came out and was good from day one. Alexis came out and was pretty good from day one. She had to get over her nerves. Ivana came out and was technically okay from day one, just had to get the showmanship. So you already had three people who were pretty good dancers from the very beginning against someone who was not. And he evolved to be better than he was at the beginning. So if you go with the the best dancer, Milo should have won. He came in second. If you go with the most improved dancer, it was Bobby, and he came in first. So, I don't, I don't have a great argument against Bobby winning. For as long as I can remember, perhaps even from the beginning, I don't know. This show has been designed for 
this to occur. Yes, the popularity contest. This is the way that the show is designed. The popularity contest. As far as judges scoring counts a certain total percentage and the public vote is a certain percentage and they're put together. Um, Of course, the public vote would have to be weighted because the judges' numbers only go from one to ten, whereas the public vote can be in the hundreds of thousands, conceivably millions. Mm -hmm. So you have to weight that to equal one through ten. But whether or not it has ever occurred or to what extent it has occurred or what, that doesn't matter. What matters is the fact that the people who designed the show designed it this very way. Mm-hmm. So the fact that this happened should not, be should a not upset anyone no. because it always has been the case that it could happen. Yes. Now, I don't think really that it has happened to this extent as far as danceability and winter and everything like that. No. There have been seasons where the public outcry was that the best dancer did not win. Yes. They were closer in technical they abilities. They finished second, let's they say, They were They were closer like in technical but, abilities than the Bobby Milo. I mean, that there's a gap there. Oh, there's yeah, a there's, pretty, there's there's a pretty recognizable gap there. Yeah. Other seasons, the gap wasn't as big. However, the lesser technical dancer won because of their popularity. But they also were the most improved. So that's why I say I can't really be upset besides that Bobby kind of did win my heart. I voted for Milo, but Bobby, oh, Bobby kind of, you know, he did was win so my fun heart. to watch. He was I mean, fun. that with, so without I'm, a doubt. I'm not going to begrudge him his win. Now, there is one very simple thing that they could add that would help um, mediate this some from occurring, and that is to do it the way Strictly does it. And I'll just leave it at that. that that's that's my you know that's solely my opinion as far as protecting against what people, what the public uh, views as this problem. Now, obviously, the producers of the show they don't view this as a problem. Now, they will when the show gets canceled because people don't watch because things like this occur. Mm-hmm. But whatever, they'll go on to whatever their next talenty kind of show is, and 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 they'll not look back. You know, those of us who enjoyed the show though, we will miss the fact that the show is no longer on. But it's already been said it's going to have at least one season, quite possibly three next year. Uh, yeah, At we, least the fall season is secure. There is a juniors and a shortened spring season that's in the books. That, that are, kind that of are talking, maybes. Not in the books. I'm sorry. They're, they're talking about them yeah. depending on what ABC has to put in their lineup for right. the spring. Yeah, it's, they're yeah. talking about moving in a shortened like the athletes one was, yeah, that was and this, I, apparently the juniors is going gangbusters. I don't, although it's my least favorite, yeah, mine too, because it is so canned. Because we didn't get to vote. Well, it's it's absolutely canned. So I mean, it's 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 just like watching, um, you know, Survivor or mm-hmm. uh, one of those that's taped and in the can, and and four months later they air it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no liveness to it. There's no interaction to it. It's just like any other show. Yeah. Uh, you know, so uh, I find it the least entertaining. But yeah, there are dance aficionados that are just slobbering over the show. And I, I just, I don't understand why. But I mean, I realize you've got to be um, yeah enthusiastic about the kids because the kids we, are what's going to be our dancers. We, we know the arguments for it. You so. know, it's like, eh. So next week... <laughs> There is no next week for Dancing with the Stars. Nope. That's the season. Uh, Juniors is approximately, 
a half to two-thirds of the season is gone by and strictly will continue on the regular season until the week before Christmas. And then on Christmas weekend, they will have an episode and then they will be done. So strictly will go up to the very end of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, Juniors will be probably a couple weeks before Christmas. Mm -hmm. They'll be finished. And that'll be it for the 2018 Right. Yeah. 2018 slate of dance shows. Uh, World of Dance is coming back. We haven't heard about Strictly. Or, uh, so you, so think. you think it is. I've heard, I saw, a, you saw on some. Facebook. Okay. So so you think it's coming back. Mm-hmm. I, I would imagine that juniors will come back at least yeah. for a, a second time. Yeah. Um, Strictly will be back for as long as BBC wants to make it. I, I can't imagine. It's Although a very they, popular show. They are starting to complain a little bit about the quality of the stars that's on there. Well, you know, that just happens. Well, but I mean, think about how many shows they've had, how many seasons. Mm-hmm. 20-some episodes a season. This is long work for mm-hmm. these people. Maybe word is starting to get out, and they're like, well, no, maybe I don't want to do that. Maybe it's, you know. Yeah. So, um, And then Dancing with the Stars, who, who knows? It, it may come back. That shortened spring season is just bogus to me. I, I just didn't like that. I don't know why they can't go with just one season in the fall and make it a nice long mm-hmm. 20-some episode season. Um, there are people in the dance fan community who don't want that because they feel people will forget about the show. or whatever. And it's like, really? People forget about The Flash every year because it's not on during the show? I mean, that, yeah. I, that's just a, a bogus argument. To me, it but. is. So, there we go. Strictly... And Dancing with the Stars Jr. next week. We will see you guys then. Bye. The Dance Fever Podcast is a Teal production. And as such, is licensed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, non-derivatives, 3.0 unported license. 